You're listening to Diving In, a podcast by Lexi McCrowan. Join me as I explore topics relating to health, wellness, and how to stay true to yourself. Each week, I touch on raw and often unspoken conversations with special guests as they share their experience working in the spotlight and their own personal journey to accepting themselves. Diving In is your guide to help you navigate challenges in life, whether that's relating to friendships, business, or health. I can't wait to take you on this exciting journey with me. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Diving In. I'm so happy to be back and recording for you guys. I feel like I'm feeling so inspired and motivated at the moment just with, you know, diving in and what this year will bring for me. So today I wanted to discuss perfectionism. And I wanted to discuss this because I feel like it's something I've struggled with for quite a while now. And I finally decided that this is the year I'm going to repair my relationship with myself and, you know, tune back into my authentic self and not set unrealistic and such high expectations for myself. This is an episode for anyone that feels like they're never enough. I feel like we're always constantly searching for more and we're never satisfied with what we have right now here in front of us. For years, I've always placed such a high standard on, you know, how I should look, how I should act and perform, where I should be in my life. And for the past two weeks, I've been up in Noosa with my family and I finally realised when I was up there that, you know, it's a new year and a time to set new intentions. You know, I feel like every time we go into a new year, people can sometimes often place unrealistic goals or expectations on what they should be doing that year and achieving. And I finally changed my outlook on goals. I was having a conversation with someone the other day and we always set goals based off thinking into the future and predicting what we should accomplish. But if we don't meet that or achieve that, we're going to feel like a failure. And when I was in Noosa, I changed my outlook on goals. Instead of saying new year, new me, I have described it as new year, new intentions. My goal, as simple as it sounds, is to just have an intention each day and at the end of the day be able to reflect on that and feel like I've achieved something and it gives me a purpose I feel for my day and it's so amazing what a holiday and switching off can do for you. I feel like I'm not a whole new person but A few weeks ago, I would definitely say that I was feeling so confused and quite anxious heading into this year and second-guessing what this year was going to bring for me and, yeah, feeling quite overwhelmed in what I wanted to do 
and who I was. I guess around January at the very start of the year, for a lot of people it can be a time of feeling quite overwhelmed by what you want to do this year. So I just wanted to remind you that if you're still feeling like that, you know, just focus on what you can work on right now, here, today. Because when we often set goals, like I just mentioned, we're thinking into the future. So I'm trying to stop myself from doing that. And a few things that I feel like really helped me in Noosa was reconnecting with my family. After being in Sydney for half a year, I really missed spending quality time with my family. And that was one thing I definitely struggled with when I moved to Sydney was missing my family so much. And since being home, I've loved spending so much time with them. And when we were away, we went out on dinners and we were just sitting around chatting and having a few drinks. And it really just brought me back to what holidays are all about, you know, switching off and really just connecting with your loved ones. I had my family from London come out and stay with us for a week over Christmas and it was so nice to just focus on spending time with my family like I mentioned and when they were leaving I actually felt quite sad and it was really nice to actually just feel that feeling of love for my family and appreciation for having such a supportive family. When I was away I loved just going to the beach every morning and having a morning swim and going for a walk along the national park. It's definitely something that I like to prioritize every morning while I'm up there and just catching up with friends and just enjoying the simple things, I guess. So before we get into today's episode, though, I did want to share a special share, as always. And this is something if you do follow my yoga account, you would have seen me post about. But I felt like it resonated with what I'll be discussing today. So here it is. A year where I felt lost in who I am and what I wanted to do with my life. In 2022, I moved to a new city and gained a new form of independence, but still felt like I didn't belong. As this year ends, I remind myself that everything I've experienced has taught me something and made me who I am today. And I love this. It's so simple, yet it really helps me reassure myself that whatever I learned this year, being positive or negative, both have taught me so much. And I'm so grateful for that. You know, I could view this year as being a write-off. I sometimes talk to myself and say, you know, I didn't really do much this year. I feel like I'm at the exact same place that I was the year before. And for some people that can be quite overwhelming. So this post that I shared at the end of 2022 really helped me remind myself that with any positive or negative experience, you know, for mine, it was Sydney. I learned so much from that and I still gained a new form of independence. So I feel like we should now get in to the episode and 
I definitely did ramble for a little bit there, but I just like to start each episode by kind of catching up with you guys and yeah, what I've been doing in my life because I feel like reflecting on our day-to-day life is so nice and yeah, it just fills me with so much joy. So I mentioned that I wanted to discuss perfectionism. So before we get into this, I wanted to break it up into blocks. Really define how I acknowledged that I had an issue with perfectionism and ways that I'm trying to reconnect with myself. So I thought I'd define perfectionism firstly. It involves a tendency to set standards that are so high they either can't be met or are only met with great difficulty. And this is something that I've struggled with. You know, ask yourself that. And life is all about trial and error. We're constantly learning. But I used to set such high standards on myself that I'd be setting myself up for failure and I wouldn't feel good in who I was and what I was doing. I would often feel frustrated. Why can't I just do that? Why can't I just do this task? Why is it so hard? So a few ways that I recognize that I needed to work on just accepting things as they are is by recognizing it. Like I just said, it helps you figure out whether you might have a problem with perfectionism. And I also just wanted to mention that there's nothing wrong with setting high standards, but when these standards are too high, they can get in the way of friendships, work, and the enjoyment of life. And that happened for me. I love to capture photos and beautiful moments in my life of my family, my friends, and places. Most times I take a picture, I seem to never think it's good enough. And it sounds silly, right? It took the joy away from what that photo actually represented and the story that it told. I have this idea of the perfect photo in my mind, but the question is, what is the perfect photo? And if you were to ask yourself that, if you could capture any photo right now, what is the most perfect photo that you could get? And would you feel satisfied with that? In order to lower that I guess inner critic or I like to call her Miss Perfectionist. I feel like we need to stop believing everything she says. We need to go against that because when we start to believe that we're not good enough, this photo isn't good enough, we're going to believe that over time the more we give into that. And one way I try to ignore her is by just acknowledging her presence and then deciding to not give in to what she's telling me. Another example of how I recognize that my perfectionism was taking over my life and the enjoyment of friendships, work, and just the simple things in life was when I started my podcast, I was so excited to just sit down and share my thoughts on things I've learned so far in life. I remember when I first started recording episodes and I was editing them and listening back, my mind would instantly tell me that it's not good enough and that I shouldn't post it. I would tell myself that no one will listen and that this won't help anyone. 
And it really took the joy out of the meaning behind these episodes and why I did them. Now, I try not to overanalyze episodes and just upload them, knowing that there's no such thing as the perfect episode. Because like I always say, we're always searching for more and at times we're never satisfied in the present moment and what we've achieved. And I need to remember my why as to why I started this podcast and why I record my episodes. Some helpful questions you could ask yourself are, do I have trouble meeting my own standards? Do I often feel frustrated or anxious while trying to meet my standards? Have I been told that my standards are too high? Do my standards... So you could use these as journal prompts and write them out and really just unpack it a lot more. And I feel like we need to also acknowledge when we do want to make change, our reasoning behind that. Because when we might find it harder at times to not give in to misperfectionist and tune back in with our authentic self, it can be quite overwhelming and uncomfortable and anxious at times. I find that with working for myself, there's a lot of time spent creating my own work. And whilst I love being creative and having the work that I do, I want to be able to enjoy being creative and remembering why I do it, why I wanted to do this and draw my focus on that rather than how perfect the photo is or questioning if anyone will resonate with what I discuss or share. Another common one for people is often, you know, picking apart things about themselves. And this is a huge one for me as well. And that's why this year I've decided to repair my relationship with myself because when we start to believe our inner critic or misperfectionist, we're disconnecting from our true self. And when we do try to make decisions, we're never going to feel satisfied with what the right decision is or the perfect decision is because we don't trust the decision that we're making because we're never tuning in to our authentic self and feeling like we need to be doing more or setting more high unrealistic standards or expectations for ourselves. I feel like when I accept my work for what it is, I build such a healthier and more positive relationship with myself. And I can actually just enjoy the work that I've created and the meaning behind it and not always then resent the things that I've done or that I'm doing in life. And I feel like once you do do that, you'll notice that A, you'll be more present and you'll start to enjoy your friendships a lot more and you'll be able to give time to other things that bring you joy. I feel like you'll also be grateful for the small moments in life and just the feeling of feeling grateful for your family, your friends, for the job you have. I feel like Sydney taught me so much and... One thing that I noticed was I would often define my day by a lot of things that made me unhappy. 
Miss Perfectionist would get in the way a lot by trying to create the perfect day. You know, what I would do in the morning, for example, was I would wake up and it could be as simple as what workout I wanted to do that day. Did I want to go for a walk? Did I want to book in a Pilates class or do a yoga flow? I couldn't make up my mind and it was trying to problem solve what the perfect workout was or what the perfect routine for my day was. For you, it could be what the perfect skincare is or the perfect outfit to wear. I then felt so disconnected from my true self and didn't feel like I was present each day because I was focusing so hard on trying to create the perfect day. And once again, question that. What is the perfect day? If you could set yourself up for the perfect day, what would it be? And so once I got to this place, I realized that, yeah, I wanted change and I wanted to work on reconnecting with my authentic self. So how did I do this and how did I tune back in with my authentic self and starting to overcome perfectionism and not listening to Miss Perfectionist? So one thing I did was change my thinking. I feel like we're often so critical of ourselves and we're always picking apart things that we should change about ourselves. One of the most effective ways for me in overcoming perfectionism was to replace self-critical thinking and thoughts with more realistic and helpful statements. And I felt like this is something that I had to work on and still do every day. And I want to reassure you that at the time when you first might start doing this exercise or this tool, you might not feel like it's working at the start. But over time, I feel like you'll start to notice yourself in the way that you talk to yourself or trust yourself. And when we set more positive and realistic standards and expectations and we start to change our thoughts and talk to ourselves a lot kinder, it becomes a habit and it will help bring out your authentic self and lower the negative self-talk. Some examples of positive statements could be, nobody is perfect, all I can do is my best. Making a mistake does not mean failure. It only means that I'm, like everyone else, human. We all make mistakes and we can only learn from that. And I love that one because it helps me remind myself that Sydney was still a positive experience from me with both the positive and negative things. Overall, I learned something and I've grown in that. Another thing that could help you is looking at the bigger picture. Remember at the start of the episode, I was discussing my why. I feel like we tend to get caught up in details and spend a lot of time worrying about the little things. For example, what font to use in an email. One helpful thing for me was to worry less about this and ask yourself the following questions. Does it really matter? What is the worst that could happen? If the worst does happen, can I survive it? Will this still matter tomorrow or next week or next year? 
And I love those ones. Even if it's as simple as writing this down in your notes and in the moment when you're feeling overwhelmed, open your notes up and just look at this because instantly it calms me. I constantly ask myself, what's the worst that could happen? There's no harm in taking a risk because from that, you'll still gain something new and you'll learn something from it. Another helpful tool for me is compromising with myself. You know, I find this really helpful when I need to set more realistic standards and be more flexible with the goals that I'm creating or the high standards that I've tried to set for myself. For example, if you believe that making a mistake during a presentation means that you are a failure, or for me it was when I would record an episode instead of a presentation, ask yourself, what level of imperfection am I willing to tolerate? And from there, you can try to come up with a more reasonable standard that you are willing to accept. Because I feel like it is quite anxiety provoking when you first start trying to reset slash lower your standards. So do it gradually and soon you'll start to be more familiar with how to set realistic goals and expectations that you'll then meet and feel more satisfied and like you've achieved something in your day or your week. And remind yourself that change needs to start somewhere. Having a problem with perfectionism is a lot like a phobia of making mistakes. For me, I felt like I was terrified of making mistakes. But the more I faced my fears and just gave into taking risks and saying to myself, you know, what's the worst that could happen? It's the most effective way to overcome this. And it's called exposure. One thing I noticed that I was doing a lot of the time was procrastinating. And I did this out of fear with making mistakes. Because when I set perfect standards for myself, it often almost felt easier to procrastinate than spending hours trying to just do that task. For me, with my episodes, it was always putting them off because I constantly was fearful that I wouldn't create the perfect episode. And I feel like this also tends to make our anxiety worse over time. So some helpful ways to overcome procrastination is creating a realistic schedule, starting to break down larger tasks into smaller steps. You could put this on a calendar or in your notes or on your to-do list. Write down the goal or the deadline and work towards it. I feel like when we set smaller goals for ourselves, we can then just appreciate the present moment and not feel so caught up in the larger task and feeling like it's not manageable. Or achievable. I also want to say don't forget to reward yourself for reaching each goal and for setting yourself priorities. Perfectionists always and most often have trouble with deciding on 
where they should devote their energy and effort. So by prioritizing your smaller tasks and deciding which are the most important to accomplish in that day or that week is the most effective way to set more realistic standards and expectations for yourself. And know that it's okay not to give 100% on every task. Every day is different. Not every day we're gonna wake up with the same amount of energy, the same amount of motivation. So don't place that expectation on yourself. One way to set more realistic expectations is to remember by lowering your standards that does not mean you're not having any standards or you're not achieving anything. The goal is not to set unrealistic expectations. The goal is to set realistic expectations, not to make you become careless in life and perform poorly all the time. I feel like realistic standards can actually help us in doing our best without costing us things that may be important to us, such as family life, our physical and our mental health, and spending time with our friends. Another thing that has helped me so much is knowing that it's okay to ask for help. Sometimes it is difficult to know how to lower an unrealistic standard or an expectation to a more reasonable level. I sometimes feel overwhelmed and in that moment, I can't think straight. So it's really helpful to talk to someone and it could even be as simple as just telling them how you're feeling. Communication, I feel like, is so key in not feeling so alone in what you're going through. I also just want to remind you that, yes, it is hard work to face your fears and change old ways of doing things. So make sure to always take the time to reward yourself for all the work you are doing. It's so motivating to give yourself a treat once in a while. A treat meaning a dinner with your friends after a week at work. It could mean taking a walk with a friend or your family or just taking some time to relax and switch off knowing that you just deserve that time to switch off. And I wanna finish by just saying, it's okay to feel lost at times, but I feel like it's so helpful to have these tools that I've discussed. So in that moment when you do feel a bit lost, overwhelmed or confused with what you're doing in life, because life can be hard at times, you know, I picture life as a roller coaster. We have highs and lows, ups and downs, but every experience teaches us something. And by having these tools in place, we're able to set more realistic standards and expectations for ourselves in order to then feel like we've accomplished something and not feel like a failure. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and you've taken something away from it. I'm definitely so excited for this year and to finally start to just take more risks and yeah, ask myself, what's the worst that could happen? I also wanna say with going against your mind, yes, it will be hard at first, but I feel like after discussing all of this, I just wanna reassure you that going against that can sometimes be the best possible outcome for yourself. 
I always remind myself of this quote, the one thing you learn is when you step out of your comfort zone and be uncomfortable, you see what you're made of and who you are. For example, when I moved to Sydney, living by myself came with both positive and negatives, but I learned so much about myself, what I'm capable of, what I need to work on, what I don't need to work on, what are my strong suits, what are my weaknesses, so that now that I am home, I'm able to prioritize my time to the things that matter. When I first moved home, for example, I would say things like Melbourne isn't a place I can grow. For a lot of people, I feel like if you spent lockdown here or whether that was in Sydney or overseas, I feel like it can sometimes be a place that feels traumatic for you. For me, it's not to that extent, but I feel like every time I come back to Melbourne, it's a place that reminds me of lockdown. And I often say to people that Melbourne isn't a place I can grow, but I feel like I need to change that because I have my family here and my support system. So I feel like I have to sit with that discomfort. You know, one thing I've learned since moving home is to be stern with myself, to know that it's okay to be in Melbourne and feel like I need to romanticize my city to enjoy it and remind myself that there's a whole city out there waiting for me to be explored. For the years that we were in lockdown, I wasn't able to do that. So I feel like I just need to change my outlook on Melbourne. And then I'll probably come out the other side feeling even more proud of myself because I stuck it out. And I showed myself what I was capable of. So I just want to remind you, when you go against your mind and when you feel like times are tough and nothing is working, just remember and remind yourself that it's all part of the process. And any change, whether it's good or bad, it will teach you something. And that's why I like to say, and what I said at the start of the episode, you know, by me taking a risk, just recording my episodes, or taking a risk and meeting a new friend, or taking a risk and starting a new skincare routine, or talking to yourself better, you'll still learn something from that. So let's go into this year, tuning back in with our authentic self, and not always giving in to Miss Perfectionist. I'll see you guys next time. Have a beautiful weekend. 